I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to the Grow Landscapers podcast. The podcast where we delve deeper into landscape business, interviewing legends of the UK landscaping industry. So, join host Nick Ruddle as he explores their thoughts, insights and experiences. That's here on the Grow Landscapers podcast. Hello and welcome to the Grow Landscapers podcast. I'm Nick Ruddle and today we're joined by the one and only independent expert witness, Gareth Wilson. How are you doing today? I'm very well, mate. How are you? I'm very well, very well. And uh, pleasure to have you on the show. I've done my research. You know, you've got a pretty list, impressive list of your achievements on here. And I'm just going to embarrass you a little bit because there's so many of them. So make yourself comfortable uh, whilst I read out this list. So uh, gold medalist at RHS Chelsea Flower Show, uh, seven uh, uh, RHS Show Garden gold medals, over 30 medals in total, seven RHS Best in Show awards, three RHS show uh people's choice awards and rhs best construction award and that was the second largest show show garden ever built at an rhs show so pretty impressive impressive list and um you know we only get the best of the best on this show so you are up there with the best gareth so welcome to the show real real pleasure to have you on and thanks for uh, for accepting the invitation really appreciate it no problem at all thank you for having me absolute pleasure right so let's get cracking shall we so um how long have you personally been in the industry? Oof. Well, um, since 1989. So basically, I'm going into my 34th year now. Um, wow. Yeah, a long, a long time, a long time. Many ups and downs. Oh yeah, a few more recessions. ups, though. more ups, and, and and been through a few few recessions there as well. I would imagine. <laughs> There's been two major recessions there, and I'm obviously we're about to go into the third. But I mean, I was actually landscaping on the tools myself uh, for 31 years and the last two and a bit years I've obviously been mediation training expert witness and British standards committees and things like that so 
Yeah, actually on the tools, 31 years, but the last couple of, two and a bit years, I've been doing other things, shall we yeah, say. Yeah, so tell us but a little yeah, bit Yeah, two recessions, one on the way, but, you know, you get through them, but it's all about using your brain, you know, yeah, thinking yeah. outside the box. Absolutely, and learning from those that have uh, have been through that and uh, navigating yeah. their way through successfully. So just tell us a bit more about what you do now, then, as opposed to maybe what you've done, you know, for the 31 years. What have you been doing for the last couple of years? Well... To be, to be perfectly honest with you, I, when the last um, when the last uh, COVID kicked in, I had time to myself for the first time I can remember really, and I was going walks with my family. Um, you know, I, I had time on my hands, and I was like, Do you know what, I actually like this. Yeah. <laughs> and I was struggling with my health, um, stress wise, sleeping issues, and all sorts of things that are just up over the years yeah. and then i just thought do you know what do i need that stress or yeah, do i move on it, so i just decided you know if i'm gonna like you know progress in life i mean because i've got to be honest with you as well my doctor did say to me he says the way you're going you're not gonna reach 55 really yeah oh yeah yeah and the doctor's so friend of mine stress all stress related yeah he says he basically said to me, look at yourself in the mirror. Um, and I didn't think it was any different, if I'm honest. Um, <laughs> and I look back now to myself then when, you know, pictures come up on Facebook and things like that, and I think, Jesus, really? wow. Wow. I look, and I did, I look terrible, terrible. It's worth that, is it? So I shut down the business. My lads took over. They all went, start their own companies. I helped them out for the first couple of years you know, get on the feet and everything else and introduce them to different people and that that's how it worked. Um, and then soon enough, I started um, I started working as a trainer at the Landscape Academy. Mm. I then uh, got mentored by the great Alan Sargent on how to become a web, um, expert witness. Right. And then I decided I was going to do some courses because I thought, you know, you never stop learning, do you? So, And you always want to try and improve. So I did my uh, my training course course, which I passed. Um, I did a mediation course and passed that. I'm now virtually there. Now I've handed in my final assessment for being um, an assessor. Uh, so now I've just got to speak to my mentor because um, it's an online course, and he's going to basically assess me one to one, and then I'll I've passed my course. But that'll probably take me about another couple of weeks, and that's it done. Yeah, wow. I'll be doing my Rick's course next year and things like that. Um, so yeah, I've been, I've been training myself. You know, um, I was a I was a lecturer for a year at the London College of Garden Design, mm. and yeah, so I've I've been. Oh, and I'm on the British Standards Committee as well. They invited me to come on there, um, which I'm not going to lie to you is it's been it's been hard. Yeah. It's hard, but I mean, I've got valued input for them, and I'm learning a hell of a lot for some from some incredibly intelligent people um, in the paving world, believe me. I mean, these guys are the next level, mm. the top level. Very so, yeah, I mean, life's changed a hell of a lot. But mm. the most important thing is, Nick, I've got time mm. for myself and my family, mm. and I'm not 24-7 bombing about like a complete clown all the time. Yeah, and feeling the stress of all that as well, isn't it? It takes its toll after a while. So you, so I suppose you, you thought you'd have a little bit of an easier ride, and, and in many ways you have, but you're still keeping yourself really busy, but without all the aggro and all the stress. Yeah, I mean, I've have. signed up for three flower shows this year at Chelsea Hampton Court, and uh, <laughs> next year, sorry. Oh, three of them. Uh, so <laughs> I'm a bit of a glutton for punishment in that 
yeah. sort of department. But, but do you know what? I actually love it at the same time. Yeah, yeah, you love it. You can't keep away. But I suppose as long as you're not doing it day in, day out, day in, day out, and, and, and you know, um, affecting your health, but just to dip in and out of it, you know, to get the good stuff, I think that's um, that's a lovely place to be, isn't it? Excellent. Dip in it. and out, that's the, the best, mm. the best terminology I've heard. Yeah. yeah. Dipping in and out, sort of like, not so, so much picking and choosing, but just going back to the things that you love and you're getting a chance then. Cause I did, I did a flower show this two flower shows this year at um, Tatton and Chelsea. And I absolutely, cause it was just me. Um, it's a couple of my old team, you know, members as well were involved on, on one of the shows. Absolutely loved it. Cause yeah. I've not got the, the pressures now shared. Yeah, It's not yeah. just on Gary's shoulders. Yeah. So yeah, I absolutely loved it to be fair. Loved yeah, it. And you can take all the glory as well, can't you? <laughs> and all the exposure. <laughs> there is a little bit of that as well, I yeah, suppose. It's, yeah. nice. it's nice, it's nice, it's good. Eagle. Brilliant. Wow. So so more than qualified to be talking about um, you know, the, the ups and downs of, of business and, and mm. within the industry specifically. So um so where did it all start for you then? You know, when in the early years, you know, back in nineteen eighty nine, what mm. what did the business look like? You know, where did it start? Well, a bit of a funny story, really, because my dad always used to uh, be like, what are you going to do when you leave school? What are you going to do? And I was like, oh, I don't know. You know you know what you like when you're that age. Mm. I didn't have a clear um, path in front of me like a lot of the other kids did. And I can remember one day, my dad came home and he says, well, you cut next door's grass. You come helping me at weekends doing your dry stone, doing your dry stone wall and that. Mm. Um, he says, why don't you become a landscaper um, and, you know, garden maintenance man? So I got my feet up watching neighbours, you know, kind of in and what have you. And I can remember just looking around at my dad and going, and I was basically thinking, dad, just do one while I watch the television. And I just went, yeah, yeah, all right, dad, yeah. <laughs> anyway, the next thing, you know, he's put me on these courses at Tainside College, horticulture courses, and I'm doing groundwork courses and things like that. Right. And it just, it, it's really, honestly, it's so strange, Nick. It just happened in a blur. Mm. And the next thing I've got, 10 clients on the garden maintenance. I'm booked up for three months doing like paving and landscaping projects and, and walls and stuff. And then, yeah, and it just ballooned from there. And I, I didn't have a clue what I was doing, really. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Well, so when I didn't have a clue what I was doing, I didn't know where I was going, where where this journey was going to, where it was progressing. It no. was just something my dad had said while I was watching Neighbours. And then they just started to happen. But I wouldn't be here without, I wouldn't be doing what I do now without my dad. That's for no. sure. No, no. Yeah. So, is it either got your dad, dad to thank or it's all blame? <laughs> either blame your dad yeah, or thank both, I think, really. <laughs> very good, very good. Well, look, it's um, it's nice that um, sometimes you need a bit of guidance and some wisdom from uh, from the elders. Definitely. Um, parents, you know, do know what they're talking about a lot of the time. Um, and it's uh, stood you in good stead, isn't it? It certainly so, has. It certainly has. Okay, then. So, so well, I suppose that sort of answers my next question, really, which is about what what made you go into business in the first place. It sounds like your dad made you to go go into, into his business and then on onto business for yourself. <coughs> yeah, I mean, I went on an enterprise allowance scheme, which was a scheme where the government gave you like forty quid a week in your first year. So, right. of course, again, my dad put me onto this, and my dad put me onto it. Brilliant. Uh, he did all the research. My dad did all the pushing. You know, I've got, I've got to be honest. I'd love to be able to tell you and say, you know, I had the ingenuity to do this, this, and this. And I did. I didn't at the time. I was seventeen. You know, just just eighteen. Yeah. You know well, when you know. <laughs> so, but I mean, my dad guided me, put me through everything, and he insisted that I wasn't going to be another, you know, barra boy. You know, just barrowing all day and digging holes. You were going to be skilled. 
you were going to have knowledge of plants. Yeah. So I was that's why I went on the horticulture courses. You know, I, I want he wanted me to do things properly. Mm. You know, and then that that's why. You know, I've I'm not just like a hard landscaper. You know, horticulture was actually my first passion, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what that's what guided me through. But it sort the the journey then began. Yeah. So it started there then. Um, Where where did it lead to in terms of when you when you exited the business in terms of maybe the offices, number of vans, number of people, kind of projects you worked on, turnover, all those kind of things. What stage did you get 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 it to where you thought, you know what, that's enough? Well, um, a little, to wind back a little bit, sort of like in where I live in Glossop, we live in a valley. So we've got a valley full of reservoirs, you oh. know, so that tells you we've got tons of rainfall. And in the year 2000, my daughter was born. So it just rained, Nick every single day day in day out and if you're if you're trying to maintain grass and people's gardens and we're, we've got clay up here you're just churning it up so i was i was getting no work done the, the you know the cash flow was going down mm. and by this time my dad had retired he'd taken over retirement so he was landscaping himself uh mainly dry stone walling yeah so i realized that well my dad never stops working i've stopped working i'm sat at home watching flipping neighbors again <laughs> you know which wasn't bad because kind of no goes on again but you know, at the end of the day, I thought, you know what? Because the, the garden maintenance had taken over a lot. I was more garden maintenance than I was landscaping. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to have to push that to one side, mm. push the landscaping. So the landscaping went on and on and on. And it, the landscaping, again, I don't quite know how it happened, but it just ballooned from nothing. Well, not a lot like that quickly, but I advertised myself well. Yeah. Um, I went in all the local magazines and things like that, which used to work back in the day. Yeah. Um, and it that went on and on. And then I went to uh Tatton Flower Show in 2010, yeah. and my friend Joanne, who I went with, said, You should build one of these gardens, one of these little ones, these back-to-back gardens. And I was like, Do you know what? Yeah, I will do. And in 2012, I built my first RHS show garden. And we went from building the smallest show garden you can get a six meter by four meter at Tatton. Mm. And then we ended up at Chelsea mm. again. And we're building a small artisan garden, but to go from, you know, from not the bottom of the pads, you know, but from Tatton to Chelsea in a few yeah. years was a really good achievement. And yeah. we did that courtesy of Paul Harvey Brooks, world famous designer. But in between that, the smallest garden we built was six metres by four metres. And at the time, in 2012, that seemed to us like the biggest garden ever. Yeah. And then, of course, we get to 2017 and we do build literally the second biggest show garden ever at 500 square metres. Wow. At 503 square metres. <laughs> and to put that in perspective, your main avenue garden at Chelsea is 200 square metres. Oh, right. Okay. So we progress very, very quickly. Um, but going back to what we were saying the mither just got bigger and bigger and bigger. Now, mither to southerners means um, stress. Right. Um, and like I say, by the time I got to like probably around about 2020, I had had enough. But I had a lot of lot of health issues which were brought, brought on by stress. Yeah. And the, the, the health issues were either going to kill me, and then that is not a joke. Mm. That's not exaggeration. Mm. Um or I was going to do something about it. And I didn't do something about it immediately. Mm. But 
I did. And now, you know, I've moved on to where I am now and life couldn't be better. Yeah. But you left the company in a good, good position when you, you know, you said earlier, I think before we came online, um, you know, you, you set your lads up. You, there's a, a tr- yeah. transitional period where you handed things over, introduced them to your people you knew. And, yeah. yeah. Well, it was, the I closed the company down mm. because I just, I did not, it, that was the stress of the company. That's what was giving me all the 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 health issues I had. Yeah, yeah. So the company had to go. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd have gone with it. So it was that simple. So yeah. I closed the company now. But these lads who work for me, Mitchell, Adam, Big Tom, you know, they're not they're not just lads who work for me. These lads are as good as family to me, yeah. Yeah. and me to them. So if, for example, Tom rang me the other day, can you just come and have a look at this for me? Straight in the car, straight down to old Tom. Mm. Mitchell rings me last week. Mm. Please, can you come and help me with this? And that's the way we all work. Yeah. You know, if we want something, we ask each other and we help each other out. And like I say, we are like a family. So these lads, I felt I had a duty to them to help them get started, use all my old contacts, help yeah. them all out. Show them how to structure their own businesses and move on from there, really. Yeah, and that's great for them as well, isn't it? Because if you hadn't have made that decision, they probably wouldn't then make that leap into running their own kind of concern. And um, and then they go on to bigger and better things as well. So it's nice to be able to have some kind of legacy, isn't it, around that? Absolutely. Which is nice. And I owe it to them as well because, you know, they work very hard for me. Yeah. um, To give something back. You want to get to, don't they? So what do you think the most important elements are then to running a successful business? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> I think um, treating your employees right. Yeah. And But I also think that those that aren't, you know, swimming in the right direction of you need to bloody go very quickly. Yeah. You yeah, know, good. if yeah. they aren't singing from the same in sheet as you are, they're actually dragging the rest of you down. Yeah. So look after those that look after you, but those who are not swimming in your direction need to be need to be pushed off board. And you need to protect your company as well contracts t's and c's mm. and you've got to get people into the habit of basically word of mouth has never happened has it you know so every all communications by email i find are very very important because then you've got you've got a, you've got backup you've got a paper trail yeah you know fine. but do you know what the best thing i did ever did was um my secretary sammy uh, who still works for me now um, she came on board because she hated a job. Her husband, um, boyfriend at the time, he was the manager of Travis Perkins. He'd then gone from Travis Perkins to Markovitz in Gloucester, another builder's merchants, and now he's at MKM. So Rob knew what we should be getting charged for a company my size. He knew what we should be getting charged for different things and what the lowest prices would be. So in the first year that Sammy came working for me, she basically beat everybody down on price. Brilliant. She took all my calls. She did all my CDM files. She did all my, you know, my um, signable documents, which would be my, my contracts and my T's and C's. She took all my calls. Mm. And for, I was like, my God, like the phone's not ringing. What's going yeah. on here? Because yeah. she would decipher what I needed to speak to people now or what could wait. And in my first year, she saved me £21,000. Paid for herself. From, yeah. <laughs> A chunk so of it. Sammy was... Amazing. 
Yeah, I think it's a common thing with um, with everyone in the industry, and I think in in all companies really having a really good right hand person is so beneficial to the business owner because then you can have the time and energy headspace to then focus on the strategic stuff and the higher level stuff, knowing that you can trust someone to get on with all that stuff is so important, isn't it? So important. Well, she formats now all my um, expert witness work. She t- she takes all you know phone calls and everything else that I might get. Yeah, all the time consuming. And she still, she just saves me time, mm. you know. Mm. And time is really is is what we all need. Time yeah. with our families, time for yourself. And she manages basically manages my work life. That's why we yeah. call her the work life. <laughs> but I think even for small com- very very small companies, mm. I think somebody like Sammy, even if they're just um, somebody who's on the end of a phone. Because you can hire these people for about, yeah. you know, for yeah. like Virtual about 50 quid a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think somebody like that, are just they're invaluable to a company. Yeah. Well, it gives you your time and also, I suppose, therefore then manages your stress levels, doesn't it, really? Because you're Absolutely. not saying, I've got to do that, got to do this, got to do that. And before you know it, you you know, you feel like you're overwhelmed. And if, if you, you know, if you, if you don't respond well to that or if you don't handle mm. stress well, then yeah. get rid. It's not worth it, is but it? It's, it? You've got more time then to concentrate on the job that you should be doing. Yeah, yeah, you know, and that and that that's the key thing. Yeah. All because, like, I, I, at one stage in my you know business life, I tried to do everything, and as anybody will tell you, you can't do everything. No, and nor should you as a business owner. You should be you should be the least busy person in the business, but generally tends to yeah. not work that way. So yeah. I suppose the big takeaway from that then is is get help on the administration side, get that off Absolutely. your off your plate, Absolutely. and um, and get someone else that probably enjoys it better than you and is better at it than you as well. <laughs> so, all day uh, long, all yeah. day long. Yeah, good. So um, okay, so um, if you look back <laughs> over your career then um, of running your your business, um, what would you say the biggest mistakes um, or the biggest lessons you've learned over the years? The biggest, biggest lessons I've learned are I don't trust the clients, really. <laughs> we've had, I had some amazing clients. Yeah. But what they say and what they will do are two different, completely different things. Mm. And that's going back to the word of mouth thing. Okay, in what way? The biggest what? mistake was trusting clients to do what they said they would do. Okay. Um. So, I mean, like I say, I don't it's only a small percentage of clients that basically we've all had them they, they, they want to make your life a misery mm. and um, if you haven't got their hats nailed on with the contract T's and C's and a, and a working paper trail mm. you know it'll cost you money and it'll cost you stress yeah. I mean we used to get I don't know between three and five clients a year where if you said look I'm going to give you a million quid. They'd say we want a million and a half. Yeah. You know, just just a free gift. Yeah. It wouldn't be, never be enough for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, we had um, and we had um, when I left the bit when I left the business, we were on about eight a year. Where you, usually you can see them, not always, mm-hmm. but they're, they're just trouble. They're looking for trouble. Professional non-players, as Mister Sergeant calls them. And they're on the increase and increase. That's why I'm always encouraging landscapers at my seminars to protect themselves and the companies. But let's not forget, though, let's not be too negative. We have got some amazing, we have got some, I have had amazing, and there are some amazing clients out there. The the big thing is, is trust your gut, for me. 
always trust your gut feeling and the science behind it and the science behind it is your gut is connected to your brain mm. and they've said for years and years and years happy gut healthy mind yeah and it's completely true because the 90 percent of serotonin is created in your gut not in your brain so wow. serotonin is the happy chemical so when your gut is like mm, Sorry, right, this isn't right yeah. it's your gut feeling yeah walk it's away it's easier to walk away Hmm. Then it costs you a fortune due to the bad clients. When this, when the red flags start popping up, that's your gut telling you. Yeah. Well, you know, um, one of the other guests you've had, Mark Gregory, on this show, um, the legend himself. Yeah, he's he's won a few gardens as well, even more. Too. Um, but what he said on that um, that podcast on that episode was about contractual, always be contractual, and and his yeah. job is is to manage risk. So anyone who hasn't listened to that one is a really good one because you know, as you've just said there about, about you know, making sure you've got everything contractual. And he said that one of the biggest compliments that someone can give him is as they do or has as they has uh, in the past is, oh, you're so contractual, Mark. And he says, I'll take that as a real compliment. Yes, I am. Everything. So it's exactly the same as what you're saying there. So it's managing yeah. that risk, not exposing yourself and making sure that, exactly. you know, everyone knows exactly what's been agreed and where you are. Mm. So important. So yeah, you've got it, and it's just it's protecting yourself, protecting your company, and protecting your family, really, as well. Ultimately, because people is. will try and have you over. Yeah. It's as simple yeah. as that. Yeah, and yeah, I pay for that otherwise. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, very good, very very good. So protect protect all the downside, all the risk, and um, and then you won't go too far wrong. Um, okay, then very good. Um, are there any kind of other challenges, major challenges that you've had in the past that that you overcame? Can you think back to your... To your to, How to, long have you got? <laughs> How many challenges? Um, challenges have overcame staffing crises, you know. Yeah. Getting people of the right working mentality who can work to your levels, you know, and your expectations. Yeah. That is a big one because yeah. the, I think the bane of many people's lives as a business owner are, are your staff. Mm. And if you haven't got, and it's, we're going back to the same, the same thing as I said before. If they're not swimming in your direction or singing from your industry, you don't, they just won't be with you. Yeah, they say yeah. that the, the staff are your best asset, aren't they? But if they're not, if they're a nightmare, if they're, they're not. Then they're yeah, yeah. And like I say, I had Mitchell, Adam, and Tom, and they were, they were, they were, they were, they were they're their family, and they still are. You yeah. know, yeah. And yeah. get rid of the ones that are no good, and keep yes, the ones that exactly. are good. And yeah. Look after those and, ones. I thought I think one of the one of the hardest things as well is when you start moving to the next level of mm. landscaping. Mm. So from when you're moving from like doing twenty grand jobs to forty grand jobs, yeah, it's you're gonna find yourself you, you you're working with more expensive products. So one of my greatest regrets is is when you've got like say millboard, you know, one of the top end decking products, yeah. Bar yeah. Is there are so many tips and so many things you can learn about installing installing millboard. Mm. I mean, fortunately, I had a good friend of mine, Ross Conquest, who basically he'd been on the course and he went through it all with me. So we, we were quite up to date with all that. That was fine. But I always wished I'd gone on more of these training courses by, you know, um, by my millboard, by Trex, yeah. Yeah. Um, by Steintech in 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 you know in doing all their installation court, you know, or just showing you one-to-one -one how to use their products. Yeah, yeah. I was always too busy. And now whenever somebody like Baal, oh, we've got a training course here, do you want to come on it, Gareth? I'm there like a shot. 
Yeah. An absolute shock. Anything that comes up that's training-wise or can improve my knowledge or my skill, I am on it. Yeah. Well, you become more valuable, don't you? Your staff, your team become a lot more valuable and better. You know, get more and I share it. I share it with my lads as well. Yeah, yeah. I would encourage anybody, um, and again, it goes back to time, time management, is if you get any any chances to go on any of these training, you know, days or courses or see how products are used properly, mm. spend three hundred quid and go on the on the Millboard course. It's worth every penny. Yeah, just think you get back. Loads. What do you get back? Return on investment for that three hundred quid. I mean, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Really. It's all yeah, about it is. And I'll be honest with you as well. The British standard. I did. Um, it came into my last seminar at Futurescape. On a couple of contractors were saying, oh, one hundred and fifty quid, one hundred and eighty quid for this document." So how much is a new drill? You know, <laughs> this document will serve you. Yeah, the value of that. This is inv you're investing in your company. Mm. If you go out for a night out for a meal with your wife and everything else and your kids, you're talking 150, 200 quid for a meal, drinks and everything else. Aren't you don't think twice about that. You don't think twice about that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. doesn't yeah. even cross your mind. But you value. want 150 quid to invest in your company. Yeah, It'll pay you back forever. <laughs> yeah. Like you said earlier, mentality, having the right mentality in business yes, exactly. is so important, isn't it? Okay, good. Um, so what um, three tips would you give um, the listeners then um, to improve their efficiencies uh, or profits in their business? Ooh, right, efficiencies. And, and I know you haven't had, you, you have, like, a lot of the other members on uh, or people that have been on this show have have actually read all the questions I'm going to give you. You're doing this totally off the off your off the top of your head. You said no, I, I'm, so so I'm I'm putting you on the spot here with every one of these questions. No, you're not actually no, because I you know I know the answers. It's just yeah, they're, uh, all, in there, right, they're right. all in there somewhere. Yeah, I can um I can talk for England as you probably noticed. Um, so mm, efficiency, efficiency would have to be um a PA for me. Yeah. Uh, and a PA, like I say, that's not going to just deal with one builder's merchants. She's going to deal with several or he. Mm, mm. Um, so having having your your wingman or your work wife, like I've got with Sammy, mm. is essential yeah. because she can send out all all your documents, yeah. CDMs, risk assessment yeah. method statements, everything. Yeah. And that's yeah. a job I was doing before. So again, you're freeing up time there, aren't you? Mm. Um, and efficiency. Oh, you are you very efficient, doesn't it? it? Makes you much more efficient. Yeah, much more efficient and more, you know, more time savvy as well. Yeah. But yeah. um, ooh, I would say as well, you've got to run a successful diary. Yeah. I think a day-to-day -day diary, being ahead of things, setting reminders on your phone, and things like because we do live in a day and an age now where is, um. People will leave you a bad review just for turning up late. Yeah, yeah you know, you've got to be careful, haven't you? You've got to be careful. So managing your diary and actually knowing what you're earning off a job, it's all right, you know, having this job, but you will have set yourself out for how much you spent on all the different materials, how much time you spent on the job. Mm. You need to know whether you've earned what you should have earned off that job. Yeah. So each job needs to be broken down, which again is something that Sammy can do, or your your work wife or your PA, as I call them. Yeah. So I think it's it's managing and managing clients' expectations. That's a big one. Yeah, and communicating with that with them. communication. Communication is everything in every walk of life. 
Absolutely, a lot of things can be, um, can be can be um, sort of avoided, you know, if, if you just yes. communicate, isn't it? So, so one thing that you said there about the diary management. So we call that a default diary. Um, it's like your school timetable, you know, blocking out specific time to do specific things throughout the week, planning yeah. ahead. Because the more the more you look ahead, the less things become urgent, don't they? Because you sort of foresee what's going to happen, you know. But if Absolutely. you're busy, busy, yeah, busy yeah. all the time, and you haven't got, you know, a PA, or you haven't, you're trying to do everything yourself, you're going to drop the ball a few times, um, and, and therefore you're not going to have the time to review your projects either. So knowing your numbers is one thing up front, so you quote them correctly. But then, how do you know how, what to change or what to improve if you don't mm. then have the time or make the time to review the projects you've done? So I think there's, there's two, two or three really good points there. Um, okay, good, good. I'm just um, conscious of time and your time. So um, I want to make sure we get through here and you can uh, go on your merry way. Um, what would you give? <laughs> what advice would you give someone if, um, you know, who's a bit stuck with where they are currently in the business? Um, they want to expand to that next level, but they don't really know what those first steps are to take. What would you say to someone in that position? So they want to basically progress to the next level is what you're saying, aren't you, Nick? Yeah, yeah I mean, stuck. yeah, if you get stuck. You've got to be starting to contact your people like your Mark Gregory's, your David Dodds, mm. you know, in this in this world who've been doing it longer than you have. Yeah. You know, the I mean, I know Mark's from up north and in Yorkshire. Um, he's probably never mentioned that to you. But um <laughs> I think we I think yeah, I think he, once he's or twice. Proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got to look to those those people with more experience than you, better landscapers than you. Yeah. Who yeah. can point you in the right direction? And you've got to be constantly upskilling yourself all the time. And then, I mean, I had a business coach myself, um, Philip Hartson. He was my cricket captain when I played at cricket. Uh-huh. And cricket and Philip, you know, said to me, right, Gareth, come on, when are we having a sit down? Because I'd, I'd said to him, Philip, we need to have a chat. We need to have a chat. And then you get too busy. Yeah. And he just said, right, Gareth, I've known you for 30 odd years. Mm. I'll be at your house two o'clock um, on whenever it was. And I said, Oh, I don't know, Gareth. I'm going to be there. Don't let me down. Yeah. And those two hours that I spent with him for the next six to eight weeks were the most valuable mm. two hours a week. For it was unbelievable. And he was well, telling me things about myself because he right. knew me. Yeah. And he knew how I would work and things like that. He told me things about myself that I knew, but I, I wasn't doing anything about. So he 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 changed me. He molded me. Yeah. You've all, never be afraid to ask for help. In never be afraid to ask for help. That's yeah. the big one, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. People, far too many people operate their business in isolation. And I think yes. yeah, the answers are out there. And, and it's funny, I've asked that question to everyone on this um, on this podcast, and there's a lot of people that said exactly the same answers. You go and seek out the people that have done it, been there, done it, yeah. bought the T-shirt. Don't yeah. you know, try and reinvent the wheel. Find out what's you know what's worked for other people. Seek them out. Yeah. Don't be shy to ask, and um, and that will that will work. So, what was the thing for you then? When 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 he sat down with you for two hours, what were the the things that that you found out about yourself that was so valuable? I was chaotic, right? Just disorganized. Not so much disorganized as I had too much on. But the big thing was learn to say one word. No. no. <laughs> Yeah, it's often hard. You can't be a people pleaser. You no. can't. If somebody rings you up, Gareth, we've got a 50 grand job, we've got a 100 grand job. Uh, we do what we want it in three months' time, though. We know that you're the man. We know this, you know that. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I can't do it, no. no. Um, if you want to wait eight months, six months, perhaps, then we can help you. Yeah. But I would I would always try, yeah, 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 no problem. I'll be around. Tempting, Learn to say no. It's, and do you know what? It's one of the hardest words to say. It's only two letters. Yes, it's three letters. 
and it's and people find it easier to say yes than they say yes <laughs> exactly. Say no. Yeah. And it's but what what Philip taught me was hmm, say to them maybe yeah or um, I'll get back to you let me think about it yeah rather than and but take a breath first don't jump in yeah just think take a breath can you do that in three months maybe let me let me have a think about that can I get back to you on that and then you can come away from the call. You can have a think. You can look at your diary. Hmm. Yeah. No, I can't do it in that time. I'm sorry. Like you said earlier, manage expectations. Manage it? expectations, but don't be afraid to say no. Yeah. And take a deep breath. Don't jump in. And it's let me think about it. Maybe yeah. stuff like that. Because that that was the biggest thing I took from those messages. Yeah. You know, being a people pleaser. Thinking yeah. Yeah. Rather than be. You know, hundred grand, oh job. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Light up. yeah exactly. You can make just as much money off a job for ten grand as you can for hundred grand. You can lose a lot more than grand one. You can lose a lot more money in a hundred grand job if you do that wrong. Exactly. Good, 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 good. Um, okay then. Great, great advice. Really, really priceless. So um if there were maybe one or two golden nuggets um that you could give anyone in your experience of running a successful business or in all your experience of being in business, if there were just like one or two key main golden nuggets have a little thing I think we've been over quite a few of them to be honest with you already and that would be never be afraid to ask for advice always look to upskill yourself and don't ever think that you know it all because you know in the landscaping world especially i could put i could put a video on on my facebook page and people will be you're doing it wrong you don't do it like that you did it and you, you can quote to them well, British Standard said this is how you do it, or yeah. you should do it. Or, <laughs> and no, you don't. I've done it like this for twenty years. You've I don't care what you've done. Twenty, 20 years. years. <laughs> yeah, you've been doing it wrong for twenty years. Yeah, or times change. Mm. You know, would you rather drive a car from the seventies or drive a car from the ninety from twenty twenty two? Yeah. You know, yeah. times evolve, times move on. Better practices come along. Yeah. Absolutely. The Romans used to use, you know like hose pipes to get their levels. Now we use a zip level or a laser level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, okay, the walk, you know, the hose pipes thing still works, but what would you rather use? Make it easier. Yeah, make make your life easier. Yeah. Go. Make your life easier. Time. So, so seek out advice. Um, make sure you keep yourself and your team trained. Um, yes. And never stop learning, I suppose, is the, uh, yeah, uh, the key. Absolutely. Yeah. Out of that. Be open, be progressive. That's what I mean. Be progressive. Be prepared to take on new... New techniques, new new innovations. You know, don't be don't be stuck in the past. Be progressive. What do they say? A tree is either growing or it's dying. It's the same with people. You've got to grow mm. with it. Because if you stop and your competitors are doing all that stuff, it's not going to take long for you to be you know falling behind. Um, so, um, Gareth, that's that's us done, really. Um, I'd like to plug some of your social media channels. Um, mm. I know you don't do a lot on YouTube anymore, but you still have no. two and a half thousand subscribers um so i don't think there's many people in your industry that have that how many people you've got on facebook 20 odd thousand? 24 thousand follow me on facebook on my facebook page on my consultancy landscaping page yeah. got about seven and a half thousand on instagram the northern landscaper gareth right. and then twitter um i've got about six six thousand on there i think so yeah so so, so if there is if there's anyone who's out there that that isn't already connected to you then you know where to go. So um, that's amazing. Um, so if someone does want to contact you for any reason, what is the best way to get in touch with you, whether for, for, to, to employ your services or to pick your brains or, you know, what's the best way? 
Probably the websites are good. Um, What's the uh, URL? Have... What's your URL for that? Um, it's GK Wilson is my business. Uh, is my business. I've got two two websites. I've got GK Wilson Landscaping and just GK Wilson, and it's the consultancy uh, website. Yeah. And then, um, but feel free to DM me on Facebook Messenger or Instagram Messenger, or just give mm. me a call. My number's online. You know, it can be found on my social media page. It can be found on my website. Just give me yeah. a shout anytime. Um, yeah yeah well maybe as a result of this you might be even busier than what you already are (laughs) but hopefully at least the stress levels are not quite quite what they used to certainly not no Uh, all the fun without the uh without the aggro anyway um gareth it's been an absolute pleasure thank you so much for your time i'm sure that um, a lot of people got a lot of value from uh, your wise words your your words of wisdom um i shall let you go now but i look forward to seeing you this friday at the grosvenor at the Barley Awards. Oh, the Barley Awards, yes. I'll Drinking my hand and hopefully yours. Yeah, we'll have a we'll have a beer together then. Great to catch up with you. See you on Thank Friday. You. See you Take soon. Care. Bye-bye. 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 Thanks for listening to the Grow Landscapers podcast. To get in touch and see how we can help you with your business by emailing nick at nickruddle.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.